This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Open for Business is powered by BossBolet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9. Good morning. I'm Roshan Kanison and welcome to Open for Business. Today on the show, we're speaking with a founder that's been trying to guide and support mothers and parents since 2013 through her multiple parenting platforms under Nuren Group, which includes websites such as motherhood.com, mamahood.com.sg and wedding.com.my. Ten years in, Nuren launched its parenting super app by Motherhood earlier this year, hoping to further support mothers with tools and personalised information throughout the stages of parenting, from ovulation and due date calculators to various parenting community programmes, webinars and workshops. With over 5 million users within Malaysia, Thailand and Singapore and around 15 million monthly page views, Nuren has gone so far to not only call itself Malaysia's leading parenting platform, but also the largest women community and e-commerce platform in Southeast Asia, which we will get into further today. Today, you will learn the story behind Nuren Nuren Group's birth, 10-year journey, the rationale and business value of building a super app, and what's next for this company with Petrina Go, co-founder and CEO of Nuren Group, as well as Madhan Shukor, Creative Director. Uh, thank you both for joining me today. How are you both feeling? Feeling Good. great. <laughs> um, Petrina, I think you were on with Frida uh, earlier last year. Uh, Madhan, I think this is your first yes. time on behalf of uh, Nuren Group. So a lot to get into, a lot of updates, particularly the Super App, which we will dive into. Uh, Petrina, let's start with you here to give a sense of um, the journey that's that's been in 2013. So 10 years ago, you left a five-year career as an investment banker to start this venture. Give us a sense for why you left the world, potentially very lucrative world of investment banking, to put yourself through the trials and often tribulations of the entrepreneurial world. Besides um, my background in investment banking, I was uh, I did a two years with a private equity fund uh, and I was very much involved in managing businesses and portfolios for the fund. So uh, it was my passion, um, you know, coupled with my uh, background in engineering and finance um, to to integrate technology and finance. Uh, That's when uh, I was also going through my first pregnancy. Uh, I was in the second trimester and uh, the work nature doesn't permit me to have enough rest. And I had to go through like very stressful uh, period of um, managing work and uh, the pregnancy. That's when I decided that uh, I would like to start something that can empower women to have control with her uh, you know, lifestyle as well as uh, uh, create a companion for mothers or, or women who are going through the journey of getting married and entering to motherhood uh, to help them uh, to have a stress-free and fun journey of, uh, you know, from pregnancy to entering motherhood. But what was it about this that got you into it? Because you could have easily just taken a career break in order to focus on the pregnancy, but you decided to take a career break and build a business. Why was that? Um, I was surveying in the market uh, for a similar platform and I couldn't find one that is very local based. Uh, there's, there's quite a lot of um, app and website uh, that is very focused uh, in the States and uh, outside of Malaysia. Uh, there's, but there's none uh, that's local and I had to go through like... Um, baby shops and baby fairs uh, and and if you have been to a baby fair uh, it's super crowded uh, very dangerous for a pregnant woman to to try to get mm. in uh, so that's when we thought um, we wanted to create uh, an ecosystem whereby uh, you don't only can find uh, content on a single platform you can even shop uh, at a convenience from your home 
Uh, Matan, uh, yes. you joined two years ago as creative director, from my understanding, to help drive business going forward to take it uh, to the next level. Tell us a little bit about your background and what you expect from the role here. Um, I had 15 years of background in advertising and marketing. I came from international advertising agency and then I left and started my own business and I sold off that business. So I came in as a creative director with a founder mindset as well. I think that's very crucial um, coming into the business. And what we did was that the uh, Neuron Group, Motherhood, is poised for growth. So they brought me in to further drive uh, that growth within uh, the team and uh, the company. Uh, and the way I see in terms of uh, myself and Petrina, she's like the quarterback of the business. <laughs> and I'm like the cheerleader, you know, like I'm bringing everyone together. Like, you know, because when you're going for growth, this is where you need to rara the team and um, the stakeholder within the company. Yeah, because growth itself requires a lot of focus as well, right? We have many businesses, many startups have their own, like people focus entirely on growth, growth directors, business development is another term for it. Um, But you you said a little bit earlier that, you know, you've come in here with a founder mindset. Elaborate a little bit on what you mean by that. Um, There's a lot of, people who are being hired into a business, right? When a founder built the business, they are hired managers. Mm. So they don't have the entrepreneur mindset when it coming to uh, building or growing the business in that sense. So knowing the pain points of an entrepreneur would help uh, me in terms of moving the business forward, growing the team, growing the business, because we are a people business. So we uh, it's important for us to grow our people as well. Some of the team members were very young when they come in. So they need that kind of uh, someone to mentor and grow them as well. It's not just um, our uh, I think uh, revenue, but also our people need to grow uh, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Now, uh, we'll get into the growth story and sure. your role uh, in terms of how we're going to see that growth a little later, uh, Maton. Uh, Petrina, I do want to get look back a little bit as well to see how things have grown, how things have changed as well, especially with the super app. So earlier you gave us a sense for the problem. You yourself were looking for this product. You couldn't find it, so you decided to build it yourself. Um now, you felt that problem, but did you go out and then, you know, survey other mothers? Did you go and test whether there was a market demand for this product, this thing that you wanted as well? Mm, yeah, um, obviously, uh, I was at the stage whereby lots of my friends and colleagues were also in the uh, same same milestones, uh, getting pregnant and having kids. Uh, and some even have kids and uh, find it difficult to uh, find a trusted uh, and reliable platform that mm. can uh, support them uh, during their parenting journey. So that's when uh, we decided, uh, uh, me and my then, uh, my co-founder, uh, which is Kelvin, uh, our tech, we decided to build a platform uh, Started, we started it from a WordPress uh, content <laughs> base, and then we slowly uh, moved it on to uh, extended it into a marketplace, uh, a full customized uh, marketplace whereby we onboard uh, sellers um, from uh, from the parenting uh, and baby product line uh, into the platform uh, to sell their products uh, and services on on to our audience. So you started from a content perspective, purely WordPress. Uh, was right. it was it you t- writing about your own experiences, or were you getting other writers to come in? Talk to us a little bit about how the initial you know content was like. Uh, the initial content was an aggregator. Uh, so we worked with uh, many publishers uh, and uh, around, not only in Malaysia but outside of Malaysia to share about uh, 
con- uh, experiences as well as uh, very informative uh, parenting topics uh, onto the platform. And then we slowly evolve into uh, an open source uh, platform whereby we even invite like local mothers uh, to share their experiences. Uh, and today we actually work with doctors and experts mm. uh, to share verified content. So most, I would say 80% of parenting or motherhood content on motherhood platforms are all verified by experts and doctors uh, because um, we realized that uh, throughout, like the, over the last three years, uh, content is getting more and more in the platform. Uh, but trusted content is uh, something that is quite hard to find nowadays. So, Especially in yeah. the world of uh, just abundance of information and yeah, misinformation. so much fake information in the market at the moment. Yeah, so it's important to, and it's important for you as a brand as well to be able to retain that trust, right? It's not so much about just getting whoever who can write about parenting things uh, to be on your platform or getting valuable information for your audience that you've built. That's right. Uh, um, you talked a little bit about how, so from the early on, it was always a platform business. You weren't creating your own content. You were managing supply and demand, essentially. You were getting other people to supply yes. you with content. And it's the similar situation with an, e, an uh, online marketplace as well. Um, early In the early days, was it difficult to get people to contribute, to manage that supply-demand situation, mm-hmm. getting supply both for content and for products? Um during the early days, uh, it, it was slightly a challenge. Uh, however, we managed to convince uh, several publishers as well as several contributors, including bloggers, to support uh, our content platform uh, by providing them uh, the ease of uh, the technology as well as the uh, dashboard for them to uh, conveniently update their, their content. Of course, uh, there are so monetary involved. Uh, we do pay for licenses and content as mm. well. And, you know, in that process, in the early years, when was when did you realize that, OK, we have product market fit, we have something here that's going to be able to go for the long haul? When was that? Um, that was actually quite recent, I would say four years ago. Uh, four years the, ago. Tell us a year, bit more about that. Yeah. Um, so we've been running the business for 10 years. We are... Uh, we, we do like a lot of uh, pivoting as well uh, during the early stage, uh, especially during the first three years, uh, expanding between content to marketplace. And uh, and that it was only like three, four years ago whereby we started monetizing uh, the content. Uh, we started with uh, bringing uh, co- campaigns and advertisings uh, and sponsors into the platform. Uh, we help uh, brands create campaigns that is very niche and targeted to female audiences, especially the mothers uh, and slightly more mature women uh, who has uh, uh, more uh, decision-making within the household. Uh, and uh, at the same time, we also bring in uh, 1,500 over uh, sellers and brands uh, to sell on the platform uh, on the back of 5 million audiences uh, within the region. So uh, that's when we started monetizing. And uh, over the last five years, uh, or three to four years, we've been uh, making over more than 50 million uh, on sales, uh, just uh, between the advertising and um, marketplace transaction alone. So that's 50 million ringgit in revenue or gross merchandise value? Uh, in revenue. Wow, okay. Mm. And we're going to dive into a lot more and including a bit of a deep dive into the monetization yes. uh, process in just a few minutes, Petrina. Folks, I've been speaking with Petrina. Petrina Goh, co-founder and CEO of parenting platform Nuring Group, as well as Martin Shukor, creative director. I'm Roshan Kainasen. You've been listening to Open for Business. We'll be back in just a bit. So keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by Bosboli.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. 
Before Friday materializes. BFM 89.9. Open for Business is powered by Bosbole.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Kandison, and this morning I've been speaking with Petrina Go, co-founder and CEO of par- uh, parenting platform Nuran Group, and also with Maton Shukor, creative director at Nuran as well. Um, both of you have kind of give us, given us the early stages of the business, what what the problem was early on, and uh, it started from a WordPress website, uh, 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 just curating content and becoming a marketplace to a super app today. Virginia, give us a sense for the full sense of the product mix as it stands today. Because you've got multiple websites, e-commerce, we've mentioned that earlier. What is the full uh, product mix today? Um, our initial platform was wedding.com.my. It's a parenting, uh, it's a wedding platform that uh, curates uh, wedding inspirations. Uh, it looks a bit like in Pinterest, whereby you can get inspiration uh, on wedding and book your wedding venues and wedding services through the platform. Uh, it's essentially a marketplace. Uh, and after wedding.com.my, uh, we extended that platform into parenting because we do have a handful of people getting married uh, but have nowhere to go after that. You're following uh, them, la, right? Yes, <laughs> we need to track them. Yeah. So the motherhood.com.my yeah, yeah. was a good extension. Uh, we, uh, we we actually filled up the gap uh, between getting married to uh, entering parenthood. Uh, we guide them uh, about uh, maternity care, uh, health, uh, and also children wellness. Uh, and then we extended uh, into Club Mama as well uh, to target the uh, Malay community uh, yeah. that reads Malay uh, and they are inspired by Malay content. We also have another platform called ibuanser.com. Uh, it's a mother KOL platform, like the word ibu and influencer. <laughs> so ibuanser, uh, we have about 8,000 uh, mom influencer on the platform today. Uh, brands can work with us to, uh, you know, um, uh, engage or sponsor these KOLs to run campaigns uh, and be their amb- ambassador, you know. And we even run like affiliate marketing with these influencers uh, through the Motherhood Marketplace platform. Uh, and fast forward today, uh, we launched the Parenting Super App. Uh, it's our first uh, mobile app. Uh, we have actually contemplated over the last uh, eight years uh, whether to do or not uh, an app because it takes so much effort and resources to build one. Uh, we decided to go ahead with it uh, when we reached the 5 million uh, user base milestones uh, that's when we decided uh, okay it's time for us to move our users into an app uh, and to engage with them uh, in a more convenient way uh, so that's how the super app was created and uh, we launched uh, the super app sometime early this year uh, on Mother's Day yeah uh, Two months uh, within uh, the launch, we were actually ranked uh, third on our App Store as well as uh, um, iOS uh, uh, Google. Google Play Store. Yes. What have the downloads been like? Because with 5 million users, captive audience there, people who, especially the active users, I'm sure would follow you. Mm-hmm. Uh, what have the downloads been like for the Super App? Uh, during the first three months uh, since we launched, we have actually achieved about 50,000 downloads. Mm. Uh, we are growing uh, double digit on a monthly basis at the moment. Yeah. And are you needing to, you know, in order to acquire people to download the app, what have the strategies, some of the key strategies been there? Um, we actually uh, do a, quite a lot of uh, funneling um, 
through our various uh, channels. Uh, if you look into motherhood, we don't only do just digital. Uh, we also have our online uh, on and ground. offline on-ground parent craft classes. So uh, on a monthly basis, we have about 80 couples uh, attending parenting classes with us. Uh, these couples are required to download the app to get uh, continuous uh, engagement and learning from the app. Because on the app, we actually conduct our weekly doctor classes as well as our parenting classes, our live and Q&A session. We also have our own uh, baby fest. Uh, we call it a, it's, it's like a baby fair, uh, but uh, very uh, smaller scale uh, and targeting uh, residential areas. Uh, baby fest is actually, uh, we each baby fest, we actually reach out to about 10,000 uh, mothers, uh, especially the pregnant ones, because that's the time where they need to buy most of their baby products. Uh, and also, of course, our digital uh, channels, uh, which is uh, which boasted around uh, 10 million page views on a 15 million page views on a monthly basis. Now, take uh, granted from the name uh, Motherhood by uh, the Motherhood app, this is focused on the motherhood stage, right? The parenting stage of uh, a woman's life. Um, but you did start with wedding.com.my. Um, could we see the app include other elements of the life cycle or is it maybe the strategy to focus on one app per life cycle kind of situation? Uh, motherhood, per, sorry, per part of the life cycle. Yeah. Yeah, uh, for now, we would actually cover slightly uh, some tools that require for weddings, such as um, we, we have uh, a checklist uh, within the Motherhood uh, Super app whereby you can actually uh, create your wedding checklist. Uh, we also give you the steps on how to register, uh, you know, for your weddings and, and things like that, uh, what to buy and what to prepare. Uh, we do have like small tools for that, uh, but we don't have like extensive, the extensive information for weddings, you still need to go to uh, wedding.com.my. Mm-hmm. Uh, as for uh, motherhood parenting super app, uh, we do intend for motherhood uh, app to continue the life stages up to children's education, yes. children's health. Yeah, so uh, it will not stop just on pregnancy and maternity health. We will continue to extend and support our mothers to bring up our healthy and happy kids. Tell us a little bit about the behaviors because you got five million users, as you mentioned, in Malaysia, Thailand, Singapore, fifteen million. Uh, monthly page views on your websites. Tell us a bit about the demographics of the user base and the behaviours you've been observing. Um, parents are always looking for um, information and uh, you know verified and uh, uh, information uh, to help uh, to make their parenting journey uh, easier. Uh, especially kids nowadays, uh, too much screen time and you know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So our parents actually come to us uh, for this kind of education, and we intend to launch uh, more parenting educations besides our antenatal classes to help parents, uh, you know, in how they can uh, manage like a terrible tool, how they can manage uh, or reduce screen time for kids, you know. Mm-hmm. So. Parents always come to us for education and uh, learning points. Uh, we do have uh, our e-commerce as well. So parents do come to us to buy um, baby products. We actually have a checklist of hospital bag on what is what are the important things that they can buy uh, you know, through our platform. And every engagement, every uh, they, they earn points. And these points will translate to loyalty rewards. And loyalty rewards will translate to vouchers, which they can redeem. Which the then goes to customer acquisition, Correct. retention, keeping them yeah. on the platform. That's right. Uh, and as probably led and part of the reason why you've achieved that 50 million revenue that we talked about a little earlier which we will dive into after the news bulletin which is coming up uh, in just a few seconds folks i've been speaking with petrina go co-founder and ceo 
and as well as Martin Shuko, the creative director of parenting platform Neuron Group. After this, we will get into the business side of things, including the revenue streams, revenue growth, and funding ahead. I'm Roshan Kynason. You've been listening to Open for Business. Keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBolle.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Bribe free ministers. BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business is powered by BossBolle.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Kanesan and this morning I've been speaking with Petrina Go and Maton Shukor from Nuren Group. Uh, Petrina is the co-founder and CEO and Maton is the creative director. Um, Maton, Petrina, earlier we, uh, we explained a little bit more of the product mix and the move over to the super app and essentially the value it provides is being able to be more active uh, with your audience mm-hmm. with your user base and maybe even get them to do other things on the platform while providing them the tools that they need to uh, keep an eye on their children help them develop but also keep an eye on things like even the pregnancy itself um now in terms of revenue generation now the e-commerce side of things, usually you get fees uh, for that. On the content side, usually it's advertising. Uh, tell us a little bit about whether this is the case over with your revenue streams and if uh, if there are other revenue streams at play as well. Uh, you want to take one? Yeah. Okay. okay. So so that's exactly um, the, the case. Uh, 60% of our revenue streams are coming from advertising mm. and campaign sponsorships, uh, 40% from the transactions uh, through our, our e-commerce channels. Uh, going forward, um, the super app will also enhance uh, both uh, revenue streams. We would see that our G- GMV or even like transactions uh, to pick up uh, over the next three years uh, as we get our audience and customers more sticky to the app. Uh, and we, we, with the loyalty programs as well as the uh, tools, we envision that customers will spend most of the time on the app as mm-hmm. well as purchases on Motherhood Parenting Super App. Uh, of course, something that we are also adding into our new revenue stream are uh, the maternity care. Mm. Uh, as you can see, maternity care is uh, quite, uh, um, you know, mom is always taking care of the kids and the babies, you know, but they are always neg- neglecting, neglecting themselves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what we want to do is we want to create uh, a segment for maternity care from wellness uh, to pregnancy, uh, from pregnancy wellness mm. uh, that includes like the bidan, the massage, you know, and the supplements, mm. food, uh, to the confinement care. Uh, whereby mothers can have like an, uh, a very peaceful and uh, you know rest uh, during the very important two to three months uh, maternity uh, period. Um, uh, so going forward, uh, we are actually uh, collaborating or even like uh, working with uh, about hundred uh, rooms of confinement centers. Uh, we have actually inked uh, uh, um, MOU. MOU with this. Uh, confinement centers there are about four brands uh, you know Cozy Confinement Beyond 28 Confinement Center Grassy Confinement Center and Warm Shine Confinement Center we are collaborating with them to empower uh, mothers to book confinement center on our platform essentially this the super app and the platforms uh, overall act as this or are trying to act as this one stop shop for mothers needs right? whether it's for themselves That's or correct. for yeah, their babies, children yeah. for their babies children's. for the that life cycle there um, so confinement is one thing but what about healthcare are you looking at partnerships with hospitals perhaps because we talked about earlier on the content side you do have content from doctors and medical professionals um, but 
it's being a super app, the long-term leverage and the monetization is to plug into other things. So maybe give us a sense of what else you are looking to, what kind of partnerships, whether it's even children, childcare, this sort of things. So I had Kato Care on a few weeks back, mm. uh, healthcare as well. Uh, what kind of partnerships do you see being formed in the longer term? Okay, um, we, we already started our vaccination tracker on Motherhood uh, Parity oh. Super App, whereby uh, mothers and doctors can track their patients' or babies' uh, vaccine uh, monitoring uh, on a scheduler basis. And uh, our app can send reminders uh, uh, to mothers, you know, uh, and, and, you know when, when it's due for vaccines. Uh, we are also launching uh, kids' milestone trackers, whereby um, there's, very five, there's five important milestones that we want parents to track. You know, uh, autism is quite normal nowadays, so we want parents to be able to detect this early, mm. early on. Yeah, correct. early on, uh, so that early intervention can be done uh, mm -hmm. to support the child's growth needs. Uh, we are also uh, adding uh, health metrics uh, tracker on our platform, uh, on our super app, uh, such as uh, mother, uh, very early stage of the infancy, uh, mother can track the baby weight, baby temperature, uh, baby feedings, uh, and, and things like that, uh, so that parents, uh, when they see the doctor, they can actually share these statistics uh, conveniently to their doctors. Can you start one for pets as well? I would really <laughs> love this for my, for my puppy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, super uh, awesome, right? Yeah, but in yeah. all seriousness, though, <laughs> all this goes to the stickiness of the app, right? Correct. Because the reality is uh, app placement on our phones is prime property. Mm -hmm. uh, and you want your app to be in prime position on the front page, not locked in the drawer in the middle of nowhere. Uh, so all this stickiness, this activity allows for that mm -hmm. to happen. Um, going forward, like what, what do you see as the... Um, so you mentioned earlier 50 million ringgit in revenue. Was that uh, cumulative so far or was that just for last year? Uh, 50 million is for around the three, last three years. Last three years. Mm, yes. So on an annualised basis, what were, you, what were you looking at in terms of revenue generation last year? Uh, last year, we made about about 15 million value, uh, revenue. Mm -hmm. And uh, this year, we are on track to 20 million revenue. So that's about a 25% growth rate this mm -hmm. year. Mm -hmm. And how, do you, how much do you expect the super app to factor into all this in terms of revenue growth going forward? Um, super app is still very early stage at the moment. Uh, we do expect it to start monetizing two years down the road. That will mm -hmm. be around 2025 towards 2026. Now, uh, Martin, part of your role here is also that growth driving nature, yes. right? And there's going to be a lot of ways to partner, to derive revenue. Give us a picture of what that could look like, especially with, so you're looking at 25% growth this year. I'm sure you're not going to want to stop there. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so tell us a little yeah. bit about the growth picture forward. So um, the thing is for us, right, we understand the market needs of our parents and our mothers. And uh, first and foremost, is the content. So we're definitely looking at growing our content and our, uh, what kind of content that works for our uh, market needs. And we realise a lot of parents are looking for trusted content. So that's why we are partnering with a lot of uh, healthcare professionals. We have programmes with doctors and these doctors can be found on our directory as well. Mm. So when you watch a content on our YouTube, uh, Instagram or any other platform, you can actually find those doctors on our super app and the parents can actually connect with those doctors. So we we're not just having a silo content and then the app, right? So everything's interconnected in the super app. So that's the ecosystem that we are building. And this ecosystem will spur growth for the next uh, two years uh, as per what Petrina have mentioned. Now, is that going to be on the advertising revenue side? Because I can totally see branding campaigns, Correct. all of that being partnered with that. Correct. So we have a lot of brands that are coming on board uh, working with us purely because when you want to do something, you want to make sure that it uh, reach out to the right 
to your audience, right? So for us, we have the niche target market. But this target market has a huge purchasing power. Mm-hmm. They decide about 80% of the household income where, where it goes, right? Moms. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure you just got married. Your wife will decide <laughs> moving forward what's going on. And we have like an average order value on our e-commerce about about 200 plus uh, ringgit. Per order. Uh, per, per order, right? Per basket. Mm-hmm. So we're looking that that will grow as we um, have all this uh, interconnected within our ecosystem, within our platform. So that's it. So yeah. you've given some allusions here to a growth story that goes beyond just the motherhood care area because if... Uh, moms uh, at home are deciding a lot of the purchasing decisions, including household products. Yep. A lot of that is being driven there. Consumer products, CPGs. Um, are we? Are you looking at including that into the ecosystem in the longer term, or will it always be more aligned with uh, motherhood and childcare and that sort of thing? Actually, if you look at our e-commerce platform, we already onboard a lot of is household products mm-hmm. into the in, into the platform, so we you can buy and um, a lot of things that required for your house or things to to get things moving within uh, the household in our platform. So um, it's not just limited to mother and baby's products. So things that a mom, a woman would need to run a successful uh, household and families. Because our aim is about raising healthy uh, kids and happy babies, right? So all that needed with, is within the ecosystem, within the platform. So there's a theme there and yes. the date, right? So you could be, it may not be a basic uh, consumer product. It could be a consumer product that is better for your child. Correct. For, that has a, a added health benefit or is branded a certain way. Yeah. So uh, will that still be, I mean, are you always going to be looking at things that are branded in that particular element or, you know, even the basic stuff uh, will be on the platform as well? I think even the basic stuff, the, the good thing about the e-commerce platform, right, is that we don't just have big brands on, mm-hmm. on, on the platform. We also have local brands, local Malaysian brands that is 40-50 years in the market so they are on the platform as well. They might be a traditional marketer but now with the help of the e-commerce or the marketplace they're able to reach out audience that who are not in their repertoire. So that is something that we already have uh, in the uh, marketplace. Lah. And the big challenge for any kind of e-commerce or even content businesses, this is very activity driven. Correct. Right? This is not recurring revenue that you can count on next year coming in or retention rates in that sense. So what are the, I guess, especially with the with economic concerns at play, prices going up, oil prices, all of that, and that bleeding into many different facets of our lives. Um, what are you both looking at in terms of uh, ensuring that your growth continues going forward? Mm. So uh, within the super app, we intend to play uh, in the fintech scene as well. Uh, so introducing the wallet uh, and introducing uh, partnerships with our insurance company uh-huh. to create the maternity uh, insurance packages and education uh, insurance. Those are the things that we are looking to adopt and to introduce to the market uh, probably in the next uh, one to two years time. Yeah, so, so product uh, development as well. Correct, that's right. That yeah, so those will give us uh, a more subscription uh, revenue income. In fact, subscription has already existed in our business uh, model. Uh, we have been collaborating with brands like Nestle uh, to offer subscription plan to their users uh, to sub- subscribe for Nestle uh, milk, formula milk. Uh, in, in the sense whereby mothers get uh, uh, the comfort that the price will not increase uh, anytime uh, because they are in the subscription plan and they get the comfort that the the stocks you know is available to them and 
conveniently shipped to their home on a quarterly basis. Regina Martin, we'll get into the margins, profitability and fundraising in the in, a ne- in the next few minutes. Folks, I've been speaking with Creative Director uh, Martin Shukor as well as co-founder and CEO Patrina Go. They're from Nurin Group. I'm Roshan Kanesan. You're listening to Open for Business. Keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station. Open for Business will reopen in a few moments. Powered by BossBully.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. Bold, fearless Malaysia. BFM 89.9, The Business Station. Open for Business is powered by BossBolet.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. BFM 89.9, welcome back to Open for Business. I'm Roshan Kanesan and this morning I've been speaking with Nurin Group's Petrina Go and Maton Shukor. Um, we have taken a long journey together this hour, starting from the very beginning, uh, talking about Nurin Group's birth, all the way now to its adolescence and uh, to its maturity at this point. I tried to play into your theme. I'm not sure if I stuck <laughs> the landing there. Um, importantly, as this company is now 10 years old, a big part of the story is going to be the profitability of it because businesses need to be profitable in order to also achieve your aspirations that you have ahead. Talk to us a little bit about the margins behind this business and the profitability of it. Mm. We currently um, have a comfortable uh, gross margin of 55% uh, on average uh, on an annual basis uh, and we are actually profitable. Uh, since three years ago, uh, we've been reinvesting most of our profits into developing the Parenting Super app. Uh, and uh, going forward, uh, we are intending to fundraise uh, with our super app on the Nasdaq Stock Exchange. So we have a, we give ourselves a two-year uh, from today uh, period. Uh, we have actually engaged our nominated advisors. We have uh, lined up our sponsors uh, for a listing on Nasdaq uh, in 2025. So very very straight up, you, you take, you're going to take the super app uh, to IPO instead yeah. of fundraising in, uh, on the private markets. Yes. Uh, what's the rationale for that? Uh, there is more liquidity on the Nasdaq stock, stock exchange. Mm-hmm. And furthermore, we do have uh, a few investors that has lined up uh, and has committed their support mm-hmm. uh, to fund the pre-IPO for the Nasdaq listing. Mm-hmm. But you know, Southeast Asian companies haven't done so well, uh, you know, for, based on the Nasdaq listings we've seen so far. Um, will, is two years enough of a runway in order for the super app to be ready to, I guess, hit prime time stage? Yeah. Uh, if you ask me in the past, I may say no. Uh, however, uh, we are no longer growing on an organic stage at the moment. Correct. We've been link- inking up partnerships and even like M&A plans uh, with other partners. So um, we do not want to grow organically anymore. Uh, we will actually grow our um, tractions as well as our um, growth revenues, you know, uh, together with other partners. And to be clear, this uh, Nasdaq listing is specifically the uh, Motherhood Super App. That's right, correct. So the rest of Neuron Group will still remain uh, unlisted? Uh, we will list it as Neuron Group Limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, and under Neuron Group Limited, we will include all the other platforms. Uh, so as the company will 
That's the, so as a whole, as okay. a whole, all right. Correct, yeah. Okay, so ten years in, fine. If you're talking yeah. about ten years in, now this makes a lot more sense yeah. to me because <laughs> you know it's prime time for exit. You know the average exit time in Malaysia for Malaysian companies is usually around eight and a half years. Although companies are staying correct, private yeah. for longer. So mm-hmm. all right, now now I'm a bit more clear about uh, the direction here. So it's not just the, the super app; it's the business as a whole, the content side, the advertising side, and. With that, if you're going to the next, the Nasdaq as well, do you see aspirations beyond? Because your markets right now are Southeast Asia, it's Thailand, Malaysia, mm, Singapore. Singapore. But you're talking about content here. Mm. Do you see a larger market out there, especially with the funds raised to do so? Yes, uh, we think that uh, regional growth is very important uh, for us to actually uh, put our presence in Nasdaq. Uh, there will be a few countries that we are aiming to enter uh, together with partners as well. Uh, if you look into the Southeast Asia, it's actually very un- underpenetrated. Mm-hmm. Uh, with such a massive number of female populations as well as birth rates. So those definitely are the countries that we would like to penetrate into for our Nasdaq story. And I mean, we can't avoid this, the, the fact that right now, um, it's not the prettiest markets in terms of listings, right? And people have been holding off IPOs. Uh, companies have been very public about going IPO, have said, oh, we are going to postpone it because mm. the market is very soft right now. Mm. Um, are you confident that in two, uh, is this a hard and fast rule that in two years you're going to go and list or uh, do you have a bit more wiggle room in terms of when you want to go public? I think um, we think that two years is the correct amount of time um, because um, Neuron has been profitable and revenues have been growing quite pretty strongly over the couple of last few years ago. And uh, we have actually uh, established quite a number of very good partnerships that can support our growth going forward. Uh, and of course, uh, together with a good uh, advisor as well as uh, backers. Uh, and as you know, Neuron Group, we are backed by Gobi Partners, mm-hmm. uh, Mavcap and Kazana Funds, as well as uh, uh, Fund uh, talk, you know, uh, which is 500 startup in but in Thailand, uh, we I think we are actually in the correct path uh, to list ourselves uh, in the next two years. All right, that's fantastic to hear. Um, and in the next, so clearly that, that that listing is going to be a key goal for you in the next few years. You're primed for that. Um, what are, I guess, the key milestones you're going to be watching out for uh, in the marketplace between you and your advisors as well? I'm mm. sure everyone's watching and mm. waiting to see how that plays out. Um, what are the key signals that it's going to be all go ahead in two years' time to list? So, um, first of all, we I think market penetration is one of the most important things for us to look into. Uh, we are currently at about 15 to 20% uh, market penetration in Malaysia birth rate. Uh, we have about 100 over 1,000 uh, new mothers registered uh, as pregnant mothers in uh, the year. Uh, going forward, we are targeting 55% penetration uh, in Malaysia birth rate. Uh, and of course, uh, we have to double and triple our revenues uh, mm-hmm. over the next two years uh, by leveraging on these uh, uh, market penetrations. Uh, we are also launching uh, a nationwide uh, motherhood baby fest, uh, penetrating into different states uh, in Malaysia, uh, including the East Coast as well as East Malaysia. Uh, next year, we are also exploring uh, further expansion into our neighbouring countries, uh, including Vietnam, Indonesia, Singapore and Thailand. All right. And um, with that, uh, Petrina and Amato, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. It's been a very well-encompassed <laughs> conversation uh, with a very uh, exciting ending. Thank yeah. you. Thanks. <laughs> uh, folks, I've been speaking with Petrina Ko and Maton Shukor. They're from Nuren Group, a group with multiple parenting platforms under their umbrella. I'm Roshan Kanesan. You've been listening to Open for Business. Keep it here to BFM 89.9, the business station.
Are you open for business? Register your company with BossBalay.com, Malaysia's first online company secretary. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.